Um, Romans 10, verse 9. When you have it, say, I have it. Go pull it up in the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. We're still celebrating 10. We've got other things planned for you, so just stick around. Romans 10, verse 9. And I want us to read this together in our, in our loud, loudest voice. Read it in your, I'm a little tired because I lost an hour, but I'm good voice. Okay? You ready? Let's read it together. Ready? Read. If you... That's good. Now, 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 I need you to read it in another voice. Read it in your, um, we're going to have good lunch after church voice. Okay. And let's try that one. Okay. Ready? Read. If you. See, I knew, I knew that would get you. Somebody must have cooked today. Come on here. If you confess with your mouth, they changed it on me, that Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. Say that, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Now go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Come on here. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, look at verse 19 in the New Living Translation. 6 and 19. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When you have it, say, I'm ready, Pastor. If you're still looking, say, hold up a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the, the iPhones go faster than the Androids. So you may want... <laughs> Just figured I'd throw that in there, Doc. You know what I'm saying? So if you're still using the flip phone, you might want to upgrade a little bit and, and, and go with us here. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. <laughs> Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? Look at this last line. You do not belong to yourself. And we read in Romans 10 that Jesus is Lord. And we read in 1 Corinthians 6 that you do not belong to yourself. They go together. You don't belong to yourself because Jesus is Lord. You can't confess that Jesus is Lord and still be your own boss. We, we, we got to get to this place of submitting and surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. That is paramount. That is essential for the believer. It's not a one-time thing. It is a yielding and, and a surrendering every day. It is a daily surrendering. It is a daily yielding to God's plan for your life. Why? Because Jesus is Lord. And, 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 and I don't belong to myself. Say that. Say, Jesus is Lord. Come on, say it real loud. Jesus is Lord. Say, and I don't belong to myself. The church must understand this, that Jesus is the boss. He is Lord and we don't belong to ourselves. We, if you wanted to keep doing things the way you wanted to do things, then you shouldn't have gotten saved. Because once you confess Jesus to be Lord, he became your boss. And I don't know about you, but in a, in a, in a real world, you don't argue with your boss. In a perfect world, you don't cross your boss. 
You honor and respect. I ain't gonna lie to their minds. I know because I know time is different now. We cuss our boss out, tell them what they're supposed to do. But but the way I was brought up with home training and work ethic, you didn't argue with the boss. You may have went to your cubicle and mumbled at your cubicle, but you didn't argue with the boss. Because that was the, the gal or the guy that was in charge. And so in the real world, you don't argue with your boss. Jesus is the boss. I'm said it, said, I'm not the boss. And surrendering is not just a term used for those that need to be saved. It is really used for those that are already saved. Because we come to Jesus and, and we think we, he should take us and, and, and take some but leave some. And, 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 and I'll do this but I ain't going to do that. Ah, we must have a surrendered life to the Lord Jesus Christ. What we have at most is committed church goers. The people who are not surrendered spiritually. When you are surrendered spiritually, God becomes who we are and not what we do. We're not here to have church. We're not here to enjoy our Sunday morning club. We've seen it before in the 80s and 90s. Everybody was so engulfed in the charisma of the church. And so they picked churches based on what they wanted, based on the good time they wanted to have. They picked churches based on their comfortability. And that is not the will of God. So you see it even now. We jump from church to church because I didn't like that one. And that one sang too long. And that one had service too long. And that one had service too short. And that one didn't prophesy. And that one prayed too loud. And that one hurt me. And I don't like that one. And that preacher too tall. That preacher too short. I don't like this about that place. So I'm going to go down here. And we begin to do our own thing outside of the will of God. As if Jesus died for the church to play hopscotch. Look at here. He came so the world through him might be saved. Look at John chapter number 3. Go to John chapter number 3. Because we often read verse 16 but not 17. Look at John chapter 3 and verse number 16. I, I'm not, this is not in the notes I know up a room but just kind of flow with me. John 3 and verse number 16. It says for God so loved the world. Come on here. That he gave his only begotten son that whosoever. Here we go. Come on. Believe it in him or will not perish but have everlasting or eternal life. Now look at verse 17. Look at verse 17 in the King James Version. In the King James Version. Verse number 17 in the King James Version says it just like this. It said just like this. It, 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 it said for God sent not his son, don't laugh, they working with me, into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. The world through him, thank you upper room, the world through him might be saved. The world through him, we are in him and we are the Jesus the world is going to see. That's why Zacchaeus had a problem because he was trying to get to Jesus but everybody was in the way. He had to climb up a tree so he can see Jesus. The world is going to be saved through us. So we didn't get saved. We didn't get saved to play church games. It, tell you what it ain't about us. Listen, listen. How can you say that, Rev? Because Jesus dying on the cross wasn't even about him. If Jesus dying on the cross wasn't about him, how can this be about us? I'll say it one more time. Jesus, all he went through the Via Della Rosa and the beating and the shame and all of this. It was never about him. So how do we join a church and make leading worship about us or ushering about us or serving about us and what schedule I'm going to be on about us? It's not about you. 
we are agents of change. God always had harvest in man. Go to Romans chapter 6. And so the greatest attraction, listen to me carefully, to this life of Christ or of this life in Christ is this. The greatest attraction, the greatest attraction of this life in Christ Jesus is this. It's the life of Reggie. It's the life of Isle. It's the life of Stacy. It's the life of Dwayne. Because the world is going to see Jesus through us. And our lives should be attractive to say, hey, come get what we have. That only comes through a surrendered life. If y'all ain't got to clap because I'm giving you meat. I'm not giving you no fluff. That only comes through a surrendered life. If your life is not poured out, don't expect harvest from your life. But Jesus always had harvest in mind. The surrendered life of Reggie attracts people to the gospel. My life governed and ruled by Christ. My will surrendered to Christ. Myself denied my plans and my thoughts and my ways and my agenda and what I want and, 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 and what I need and, and how I feel. All of that is denied because when I don't deny Reggie, then God is denied. And social media alone has exposed how we don't deny ourselves anymore. It has exposed the unsurrendered, is that a word? The unsurrendered life of the believer. That's why Christians, non-Christians are so confused. Because they're looking at you and saying, you told me you were born again and that you were saved and you were a follower of Jesus. And I saw your Facebook page and it said something different. It exposed that your life was not surrendered. So you want me to lay my life down and you ain't laid yours down. You want me to make your God my boss? He ain't your boss. Look, 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 look. Because when you don't deny yourself, God is being denied. And we live in a time where everybody's doing what they want to do. The way they want to do it, how they want to do it, everybody's enjoying their freedom and we forgot what freedom is. Freedom is the responsibility to do what you're supposed to do as it relates to Christ Jesus. I know I'm talking good. Mm. this is why carnal Christians confuse unbelievers when you don't surrender to Jesus you look talk act think feel relate like the world and you've missed the whole salt and light directive we are salt and we are light how many of y'all like salt on your food come on here how many of y'all put salt on your food before you even taste it? Come on, baby. See, if I cook and I bring you the food and you go to doing this and you ain't tasted the food yet, I was told that's an insult to the chef. See, some of y'all just do it out of habit. Just then you get the pepper, you get the sugar. So why are you remaking my dish? What are you doing? But what does salt do to your food? What does salt do to your food? It does what? It, bring, it, it brings out the 
the flavor, enhances the flavor. What else does salt do? Come on, Zita, you, you can cook, Zita cooks. What does salt do? It preserves. What else does salt do? Come on, talk to me. Listen, I'm sorry, time out. Tell your neighbor, say, if you don't wake up, I'm going to slap you. Go ahead, tell him, just tell him. See, man, you, got, you, you can't go to bed at three in the morning and come to church. It don't work. Right, right. <laughs> okay, what does salt do? Help me. It preserves, it seasons, it enhances the flavor. What else does it do on this side? Come on. Come on, cookers, you cook, Pastor Clyde. What does it do? Y'all, y'all, y'all don't cook. Y'all look like, y'all like Panda Express over here. Okay. Your cookers are, it does what? It tenderizes. It, it, it softens. Y'all stay with me here. It draws. And so if we are the salt of the earth. Oh my. Oh my. Can you never say oh my. You are the salt of the earth, which means you should draw, you should soften, you should enhance the flavor. People should see you and want more. You preserve a generation. These are all things that salt does. But when your life is not surrendered, you're no good. You're just a heathen with church membership. Was never God's intent. It was God's intent that we stand on a mountaintop and be the light of the world and people are drawn to us. Why? Because when they see you, they see Jesus. When they see your marriage, they see Jesus. When they see your children, they see Jesus. But somewhere, somehow, we thought this was about us. And so some of us, our lives are only surrendered as much as it benefits us. I'm going to surrender and pray because it comes with the platform. If you don't get your bid. Because this right here, what you don't understand is we all have one. When you're behind your computer, you're on a platform. When you're on Facebook, you're on a platform. When you're on social media, you're on a platform. So we all have a pulpit. How are you using it? Are you using your platform to beat up the president? Because if so, you just like them. And we're supposed to be different. I lost half the crowd. Y'all with me online because I lost everybody here. Y'all still with me? Come on, give me some light. Come on in. Give me some love. Give me some hearts. We're supposed to be different. I'm going to say it on this side because that side sleep. We're supposed to be different. simple we're supposed to be different but difference comes with a surrendered life and gone is the day of believers having to argue with other believers about being different you mad with me because I'm trying to be like Jesus I thought we were on the same team 
you judge and you're doggone right I am because believers can judge other believers. Read your Bible. Can't nobody judge me but God. That's Tupac. That ain't Bible, baby. Get in the Bible. Because believers can judge other believers. Because we're on the same team. So if we're on the same team and we've made the same vow and we've made the same commitment and we've made the same prayer to the Lord that he's Lord over my life and I see you doing something outside of the commitment that we made. I need to go to you in love, yes, but I need to go to you. Oh, and I'm coming. I'm coming through your inbox. I'm coming, Jack. Because I love you too much. And you bigger than what you're displaying. You're better than what you're reducing yourself to be. But that all comes with a surrendered life. Is your life surrendered? What did I tell you to turn? Romans? Romans what? Okay, go to Romans 6. Um, yeah. Oh, I got to catch my breath. I got me hollering and walking hard. Whew. Whew. All right. Romans 6, verse 14, (laughs) Jesus, Romans 6, 14, NLT, this is good, ain't this good Steve, I know, it's good, verse 14, okay, it's up here, they they made this verse real big, sin, okay, good. The other one's real little, wasn't it? They want y'all to get the message. Let, look at this. Sin is no longer your master. I, I, I like this sister already, see? Look, look. For you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Now, that freedom don't mean do whatever you want to do. Because of God's grace, I can act a fool. God forbid do we continue in sin because of God's grace? No. There's things you want to do, but we ain't under that law no more. But there's things that govern us by the word of God. When that lady, when that lady told me at my son's game, you take that boy out behind the shed and beat him. Hey, I, what I wanted to say was, who the hell are you talking to? That's what I wanted to say. That, that what I, but I didn't say that, but that's what I wanted to say. It came up in my throat. I, I, I want, it was right there. Oh, y'all don't want to be real. Y'all, y'all want to play. Y'all want to play. Y'all want to play. Y'all want to play. Okay, okay, all right. That's what I wanted to say. It came right here. But I'm governed by another law. Now I had a decision to make. Go off on this woman, which I had every natural right to do. I could have played the race card and the black card and all of that. Y'all laughing, I'm telling you the truth. That's what I wanted to say. It came right here, doctor. It was right here. Right here. So I had to make a decision. I'm going to let this out. 
Because if I, if I let this out, everything else coming out with it. Because there's always more behind that first response. If you can stop that first one, you're all right. You let that first one out, you're in trouble because everything coming out with it. Now you didn't left the house, you didn't pack your bags, you didn't cuss out her mama, and you didn't plan on doing all that. But if you had stopped it right here, I'm telling you the truth today. I can't believe he said that. You want to go to religious church. We ain't religious in here. Amen. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm the pastor. It came right here, doc, and my fist balled up. I wasn't going to hit her. I was going to hit her husband. Come on here. Because I ain't going to hit no woman. I was going to hit her husband. For letting her say that. Come on here. way what you been doing that ain't God's way Woo! okay go back to the scripture I didn't mean to talk this hard y'all got me sweating through my new shirt come on here okay ain't it nice it's nice ain't it it's nice I was in the store and I said this is nice and I took it home yeah okay same grass side by rest on you when you see something and it's within your portion and you say that's nice you can take it home look 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 verse number 15 well then since God's grace has set us free from the law does that mean we can go on sinning of course not I heard some of y'all kids here. Pastor said it, then I could play the hell challenge. No, you can't. That hell challenge which you hit right here. Look, look, look. Verse 16. Look, look, look. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? Are y'all looking at the scripture? Y'all still laughing. Don't you realize that you become the slave or whatever you choose to obey? Don't you realize that you become the slave or whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, spiritual and natural. Or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Right living, holy living. Say holy living. Holy living living ain't no makeup and long skirts. That's just your fashion choice. No, no. Holy living is you conforming and submitting to a life governed by the word of God. I don't care about your makeup and and all that stuff. You wear what you want to wear. But you want to be holy. That means I need one of them bishop napkins or something. You were, y'all having too much fun in church, I tell you you are. 
Go to verse 17. Go to verse 17. Y'all get me off. Thank God once, once you were slaves of sin. Say, I used to be. Say, I, I, I ain't that no more. I used to cuss, drink, smoke, party, act a fool. Come on here. I used to live righteous. I used to steal. I used to cheat on my income tax. I used to do all that I used to, but I ain't slave to that no more. But now, I wholeheartedly, what does wholeheartedly mean? With, with your whole heart. <laughs> what else does it mean? Fully. With everything I am. Come on here. Y'all look educated. What, what is that? Entirely, completely, sincerely. I wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Look at verse number 18. Verse number 18. Now you are free from your slavery to sin. And you have become slaves. Servants. Obedient to righteous living. Look at this here. This is where your surrendered life begins. Go to Romans 6. You already there. Look at verse 22. Verse 22. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become servants or slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result to you getting to heaven. Anybody want to go to heaven? Yes. I said, do you want to go to heaven? Yes. Well, everybody going to go at the ramp. No, everybody ain't going. Who told you that? I thought everybody was going to go. No, everybody ain't going. The Bible says the, the bowels of hell are enlarging every day. Oh, God. I'm not going to hell. I don't want hell after life or doing life. Ain't no hell. Reverend, hell is when you have a bad time in life. You keep on believing that. Hell is a hot place and ain't no water there. We don't talk about hell enough. Look at verse 23. Verse 23. Are y'all still with me? For the wages of sin is is what? But the gift I'm sorry, the free gift of God is eternal life through who? Through Christ Jesus, which your life should be surrendered to. It's a laying down of my will of everything that concerns me because we started the message off by saying, I don't belong to me. So if I don't belong to me, who do I get my orders from? I'm sorry, I know, I know. TV, reality shows, the newest rapper. No, 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 no. All of our marching orders come from the one our life is surrendered to. Go to Leviticus chapter 19. I got three minutes. Can I have these three minutes? I said, can I have these three minutes? And here's the thing I'd like to tell you too. Pastor Terrence, we have the capacity to live this way. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I'm I'm, I'm in my own flesh. As long as I'm on this earth, it's going to be some problems. It's going to be trials and tribulations. A man is born to shame and to sorrow. And listen to all that. Listen, 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 Linda. You have the capacity. You have the capacity to live. What kind of God would it be to ask us to live a kind of way and then equip us to live that kind of way? What kind of games would he be playing with us to say to live holy but we really can't do it? What kind of God does that? That's 
like sending your children to the refrigerator to bring me a purple apple. What parent plays some kind of games with their kids? Be holy. I know you can't be holy, but just be holy. You have the capacity to be everything he's called you to be, including holy, including submitted, including surrendered. Or else he wouldn't ask you to do it. The Holy Ghost, we read in the first part, that is in you, that he gave us, helps you. He says, don't cuss her out. When it gets here, he says, don't cuss her out. He's a small voice. He ain't going to say, Stacy, Stacy, stop, stop. He's going to say that. He's going to say, don't cuss out. And you're going to say, I'll repent tomorrow. I'm going to cuss out. You got to make a decision. Look at Leviticus. Look at Leviticus. Come on, real quick. I got, I got one minute now. Y'all take up my minute. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speaking to all the congregation of, of the children of Israel, in Leviticus 19, 1 and 2, and say unto them, Ye shall be, come on here, hope, come on, say it, ye shall be holy. Y'all don't want to say it? Ye shall be holy. For I, the Lord your God, am holy. Go to 1 Peter 1, last scripture, and I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit down in my seat. You ready? This surrendering has all to do with sanctification. Sanctification is, is coming out of into. He's called you out of into. Now you got to come out of into. Out of the world into his marvelous life. Out of worldly thinking. Not out of the world in terms of I don't go no, I don't go no grocery store. I don't do nothing with no sinners. I ain't talking about that. I'm separate. I don't even go to the same cleaners with the heathen. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about you go to the same store with them, same school with everybody, but your life is the salt and the light. Your surrendered life. Are you hearing me? We, no, I'm not. Listen, listen. Get away from this separate. He needs you in the world. He said, I sent you in the world. He says, don't, don't take them out. Read it. He said, don't take them out. He said, but protect them while they're in there. I need them in there. I need Al on the police force. I need Pastor Keisha in the public school system. I need everybody in all the different mountains. Why? I got to get in there and cause change. But if we all Christians, and we all hang in the same place and get our food from Christians grocery store. I, you know, I shop at King of Glory bread and milk. No, no, no. I only get my hair cut at Heavenly Cuts. No, 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 no. He needs you in there. He needs us in every sector, every field, every mountain. But it means no good if our life ain't surrendered. Because we're not acting like everybody else. He needs you in entertainment. He needs you in sports. But if you get fouled, you can't cuss like the rest of them. Come, you can't cuss like the rest of them. I lost half the church. How many cusses? Raise your hand. Any cusses in the room? Don't be afraid. Raise your hand if you're a cusser. There you go. No, 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 no. Y'all laughing. But if you can't be honest in here, you can't be honest nowhere. I'm going to ask again because some of y'all lying. If you are a cusser, raise your hand. Catch them all on the camera here. So we, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. 
Listen. 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 And you are a cusser. But there's a grace. Not to cuss and feel okay about cussing, but to stop cussing. Listen, and the Holy Spirit that's in you will help you. Here's what we do. Here's what religion does. Come to the front so we can lay hands on you and get you from cussing. We got to stop doing that. I need you to work the word. I need you to plant the word of seed and let that seed go down and upward everything in your life that God did not plan. Whether it's cussing or lust or fornication or stealing or lying, whatever it is. But come lay hands on me. I ain't laying hands on you. You ain't gonna wear me out. He says, work out your own salvation. That means get that word and put it in me. And if you cussed every day, that word gonna start coming up. First the blade, and you may not cuss every day. You may only cuss on Wednesday now. You growing, you growing. And for you know it, I ain't even cussing no more. I don't even know when I stop cussing. Same thing with drinking, same thing with smoking, same thing with lying, whatever it is you're doing. See, religion says, come up here so we can dress up your mess. No, I want you to come just like you are. Raise your hand if you're a cusser. Raise your hand if you're a drinker. Whatever it is. And the word, the word is going to work itself in your life. The church don't sell the word enough. We don't sell the word enough. We sing about the word and we shout about the word, but we don't sell the word. It is the word that's going to change your very soul. Only the word of God. Even prophecy of your life means nothing if you don't work the word. Prophecy shows you what God wants to do with you. The word brings it to pass. This is why we are here. To pour our lives out. I want my life surrendered. Every day, every day. And don't feel bad, you raise your hand, you was cussing. Because somebody next to you didn't raise their hand, but they doing something else. The Bible says, and such like. He didn't call out my stuff, but such like. Whatever it is you're doing, you know what you're doing, it's such like. You have to raise your hand. God saw your heart. But we're going to teach you next week how to surrender this life to Jesus. People want to be surrendered. Come on, play something. People want to surrender. But here's what I found out. They don't know how. We tell, we tell them this. We, we say it like this. It's what religion does. That's why I don't like religion. Just hold on to God's unchanging hand. What, is, what the heck does that mean? I'm trying to stop getting high, Pastor. Just hold on to God's unchanging hand. Because God is able. We got to stop playing these games. People dying. Not in the world. In church. And it's a sad day, Al. To sit in church your entire life. Think of you one thing and you something else. And to get before God and he says, and, and you are? I'm, you, you, God, this me. This your boy. Um, what's your last name? Come on, God, quit playing. I was on the praise team. I was on the prayer team. 
I went to eight churches. I served at all of them. I gave to the building fund. Come on, man. Peter, help him. Tell him. Tell him who I am. I, I don't. I don't even know who you are. This is scripture. Here's the kicker. He says, I, I never even knew you. But I, I did all this in your name. I spoke in tongues. I helped with the church picnic. I gave to the outreach. I blessed the people in Mexico. Surely they counted for something. Not by works. Lest any man should boast. It's a free gift. You get it by surrendering your life. And saying, Lord, here I am. Here I am. Listen, just as I am. All messed up. All scarred up. All dirty. All confused. High. Drunk. Sexual identity issues. Whatever it is. Here I am. Just as I am. Here's what he says. Yep. And I still want you. Confused, messed up, dirty, not sure about yourself, got a bad track record, all that. I want you just like that. Because if anybody tell you that they came to Jesus and they was all good, and they did Jesus a favor by joining his Christian band, they lying, doc. Because even if we was high and stuff, we all came just the way we was. And we thought Jesus didn't know. Just as I am. Here I am. Somebody said today, and it's not a loud call, it's old folks used to sing the song called Softly and Tender. Jesus is calling. He's calling for you to come back where you belong. Stand on your feet, everybody. Saints are praying. And you are here today. I surrender, I surrender.